I want to tell you about what Alex Jones means to me. Okay? Right after 9-11, I mean right after 9-11, my world changed. Everything changed. Being in New York, being there, being like most people, trying to figure out this whatever it was that occurred. And let me tell you something. Believe me when I tell you. 9-11 was, there were some scenes and events that meant something to me. If I were to tell you, you might, I don't know if you would necessarily freak out or if you would think, oh my God, that was so terrible. Maybe because it doesn't seem like much, but 9-11 freaked everybody out. The city, what are there, seven, eight million people? The city, and I'm in Manhattan. I was there, I remember it. Things that, to this day, the smell, the smell of, and I always tell people this, have you ever had like a vacuum cleaner motor or something that burns out? There's kind of an electrical, bitter kind of a smell, that, that acrid uh, 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 smell of, you know, electric. That's what it smelled like. Now, Manhattan is an island, or Manhattan is an island, and the uh, World Trade Center is downtown. It's right off of the West Side Highway. goes down the West Side and it's right there. Right? Listen to me, right there. I'm pointing you. But it's before Battery Park. It's right there. And it's downtown. And it is far, but not that far. And one time I was in an elevator. And I remember thinking that the elevator, there was something wrong with it, I thought. In fact, this is the first time I ever smelled this particular smell. But I but I noticed there was something wrong with it. I said, oh my God, I think we should get out because there's something wrong with the, the motor of this elevator because I'm hearing it. Well, no, that was downtown permeating and, and piercing through the building, through the through into an elevator. I smelled it. It wasn't bad, it wasn't bodies, it wasn't it was just the smell of of, of acrid metal. Electric, okay, that's one thing. I will never forget there were signs. Let me back up. There were a lot of these. Whenever they take a building down, they demolish a building, they put this chain link fence around it to 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 mark off, demarcate this this new area to keep people out. And this, these chain link fences were all over the, all over the city where they were building it, and people would put signs up. They would go to like a Kinko's or a FedEx or something. And they would make this this sign that says, "Have you seen so and so? Have you seen, um, you know, this this person?" Now think about this. This is a loved one. And they're putting a sign up. Sometimes you couldn't really make out the picture. It was a fifth generation copy. Have I seen this person that I can barely 
Okay, assuming I did see this person, do you think this person is lost? Do you think they're just misplaced? Do you think that Uncle Dave or your dad or your brother or your son or mother is, is just, they're going to show up that they're lost? Have you seen them like a child who's lost in a, in a, in a store? Think about this. Have you seen, this is desperation. That fascinated me. Have you seen, and I can go on and on, the candles up 57th Street. I never, I, I could not believe this. New Yorkers, these horrible people, right, who don't talk to each other. They were, they were, there was this sense of camaraderie. All right. Well, at that time, I don't know how I heard this. Somebody said, Alex Jones. Now, at, at that time, there was a convergence. There was a fellow, I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he and others started to put together these, these ideas, these thoughts, and I've got this one particular book I will save. It, 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 it was the initial, it was so interesting, they came up with so many theories as to why the official story of 9-11 didn't make any sense. And, and, and there were hypotheses and theories and, and, uh, and um, you know, scientific observations as far as pyroclastic. First time I heard the term pyroclastic. That's the, that's that uh, kind of a smoke, a lava. That's what you see in volcanoes. And that's what you saw, this pyroclastic dust that fell, or that when the, the building fell, these, these, these plumes of this, of this, this, this pyroclastic dust. Okay. And what was that indicative of? And and the building doesn't collapse, you know, a concrete block if you were to drop it. It doesn't pulverize and turn into powder and such until it hits the ground. Why was this building acting just like a building that was detonated? Okay, you've heard me before. So lo and behold, somebody said, listen to this guy, Alex Jones. I thought he was one of the best. This is when he was a different kind of person. His style. And I don't mind people yell. I don't mind the Elmer Gantry bit. I don't mind this, you know, reverend and the... Uh, it, it's, style doesn't mean anything to me. It's information. Style is good to an extent, but it's information. It's data. It's not just, you know, what they're saying. Something clicked. Something turned on red pill whatever it I got it and I understood it and I said and a friend of mine one time said when it hits you when, when the whole when the whole thing of 9-11 hits you you won't be able to sleep you will it it, it, it hits you and, and and the first time when you are red pilled like this event, and you happen to be in the, basically the ground zero of this event, but when it hits you, you will feel a, a sense of awe and fear and terror and incomprehensible um, I don't know what the word is. And an incomprehensible sense of dread and fear and 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 all of that 
this perfect conflation, this perfect collision course of all of these vectors that are moving in. My own personal experience, uh, for the first time ever really questioning, I mean, we always question, you know, JFK, you know, did Lee Harvey Oswald act alone? I mean, that was pretty good too. And But, but I wasn't, you know, at Love Field. I wasn't on the grassy knoll. I wasn't at Dealey Plaza. I wasn't there in 1963, which would have elevated and certainly, uh, you know, exacerbated the, the particular feeling of, of, of fascination at the time. But I was here in New York. I was here in New York. And I was, um, again, all these things... And then Alex Jones said, wow. And it was like somebody turned a light switch on and said, here's something different. This is what you saw before. You were looking at this side, but it's this side. You were looking at things with the light turned off. You were looking at the world that was presented and given to you by people who do not necessarily have your best interests at heart. Now, it was also the time when the internet was the glory days. This was 20, 21 years ago. Right. 21 years ago. And it was great. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. It, it, it was like being a part of, I don't know what, what could possibly be said to, to explain that. The Beatles... Um, Woodstock, uh, uh, I don't know what. It, it was the Wild West. It was the greatest thing. You could say whatever you wanted. This was before Twitter and before Jack Dorsey and before Google and before shadow banning and before. It was the thing I, I tend to believe was used to draw us in, kind of the way a, a drug at, a drug pusher always gives you the first one free. Gets you nice and addicted. Come on in. First one's on the house. And then when you're hooked, then they got you. And they drew, on, drew us in, and then they hooked us. And then they said, now, if you want to continue with this, you're going to have to change your behavior. And you're going to have to change the way you think. And you're going to have to change the way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, okay, fine. Alex Jones was a breath of fresh air. Now, I am not going to explain, or I'm not going to justify, I'm not going to, to, to um, do anything to explain him, to justify what he said, to excuse him, to... Not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. I don't care what he said. I don't care. I don't, uh, you, I don't care what the dra grand dragon of someone says. I don't care what AOC says. I don't care what you say. I don't care. Hashtag, so what? Say what you want. Do you want a First Amendment or don't you? Do you want to be able to live in a freedom of uh, world of freedom of speech or don't you? Do you want to be able to, to explain uh, basically how things work? Or don't you? You tell me. It's up to you. 
What kind of world do you want to live in? I want to live in a world where everybody can say whatever they want. And I go like that. And I mean this. I'm not saying this. I'm not exaggerating this. I'm not saying this just to be cute or to be, you know, to make a point. I want to be able to hear everything. Words mean nothing. Now, there are some limitations. Libel, slander, defamation, trade secrets, um, you know, national security. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want somebody going on TV or somebody saying, hey, and the troop deployments, like like during the first Gulf War. Remember when CNN was saying, well, here we are at point, uh, right here on the map. Here we are. No, that's, that's not a good idea. But short of that, nothing. What they are doing is they are pointing to Alex Jones because he is bombastic. He's big and fat and sweaty and crazy and maybe a drunk and he's a lunatic and he screams and he yells and he's bombastic and people hate him because he's so successful and he doesn't seem to listen to anybody and he doesn't seem to be contrite and he's not acting in a way that people like. And it's not even so much the way he said. If he said some things that uh, you don't like, okay, tell him. If he said something that, uh, I don't know, you, 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 there are comedians, by the way, who make jokes about events, terrible events, about death and kids and this and that, and they joke about kids and pedophiles and being raped and pederasts and stuff. I don't like that. I don't know if they should be banned. I don't, you don't ban people. We're America. We don't do that. Let me give you an example. Whenever I hear banning. Should they ban him? Should we ban? It's the same to me as if you said, should we shoot him? You say, what? Should we shoot this person? Well, after all, he made fun of kids being uh, murdered. Should we shoot him in, in, in response? Take him out and shoot him? You would say, that's crazy. Well, did he or did he not say that? Well, he said that, yes. Did he or did he not Cause great harm? Yes. Did he not? Yes. But you're. But you're. You. You. You want to shoot him? No. It's crazy. That's the way I think about banning. You don't ban somebody. It's says America. To ban somebody is to slit their throat. It's to rip out their vocal cords. It's to rip out their heart, their soul, their expression, who they are. It's like to give them. Alzheimer's, or to, 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 it's like the, these people who take these dogs sometimes and they cut their, their uh, vocal cords. Oh my God. You, know, you don't do that. Alex Jones never bothered you. Alex Jones is a anything. Alex Jones is a threat to people. Alex Jones, two live crew. Remember Luke Skywalker? I was in um, Florida years ago doing a talk radio show, and we had the the uh, folks from Two Live Crew. Remember Two Live Jews? Me so I so humid. Oh, anyway, that was a takeoff. And uh, I remember one time Luke Skywalker said, "Luke, are you a millionaire?" He said, "Almost." <laughs> I like that guy. Answer almost. This was in 1985 or Anyway. I didn't care for two live for uh, two live crew. I don't care for them. I don't listen to them. But don't ban them. You don't ban people. 
Again, you don't shoot them. To ban somebody, to tell them you can't speak, is to say, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your expression, your soul, your dreams, your worldview. I'm going to kill the thing that we love so much in this country. I'm going to kill it. And I'm going to destroy it. And I'm going to kill it. And I'm going to go after you. Because I don't like you. And once I start doing this, what happens is the scrum starts. And everybody starts to jump in. Pitchforks and torches. Yeah. Alex Jones, yeah. Who does he think? What is he again? Oh, yeah, a conspiracy theorist. What is that? I don't know, but who cares? Yeah. It's like people who would go to a lynching. Like, dear God, they bring their kids. Yeah, feel this. The cacophony, the swell, the crowd, the heartbeat, the, 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 the movement, this organic structure, this... That's what happens. That's what happens. It's the most incredible thing in the world. I mean, it, it, it just defies logic to me how Americans can say, well, he, he deserves to be banned. And when Elon Musk says, well, my child died, I'm so sorry. Truly, that must be, that is, that is incomprehensible to hold your child or to be there when your child dies. But that's not an excuse to ban Alex Jones because your child died and because this makes you think back to that horrible event. I'm sorry. You don't ban people. You don't shoot people. You don't kill people. And when you ban somebody's thoughts, when you ban somebody's ideas, you kill them. You destroy their the reason for them. What defines who you are? What is it? Is it your physical presence? The fact that you you breathe? No. It's your footprint. It's your legacy. It's your art. It's your friends. It's the impact you've had. It's your work. It's your it's your progeny. It's your it's your family. It's your it's your memory. It's everything. It's all of those things that that you left and that comprise who you are. It's your speech. And your speech is your soul, is your heart, is you. And when you destroy somebody's soul and their speech, even if it's mean or profane or painful or rude or, or, or caustic or whatever, it is still a person's essence. And we don't do that. This is America. And by the way, it's bigger than that. We are humans. The way we, we stop him if you want to stop Alex Jones, is through ostracizing, to, to boycott his, his products or to not give him listenership or, or to counter-program against him, to go on, on, on YouTube and tell people, don't listen to him, point out what he did. That's okay. That's your expression. But we don't ban anyone. Okay? I think I've made myself clear. I hope I have. Now the music. Lyle Lovett, again, sorry, two in a row, I think two in a row, She's No Lady, She's My Wife. Remember that? Lyle Lovett and his large band, simply put, the most exquisite music you can imagine from this, this troubadour, from this incredibly talented man, Mr. Lovett. All right, my friends, have a great and a glorious day. Thank you so much for 
being a part of this event. I wish you all the best. I wish you nothing but happiness. And I want to thank you for being a part of this and supporting me. And now I want you to comment as you see fit.